Welcome to the Sacramento Startups Podcast. My name is Jeff Bennett. I'm the co-founder of Startup Sac. And with me today, I've got an, a serial entrepreneur in the Sacramento region, Sedale. So welcome, Sedale. Um, before we dive into your latest startup, Egeria, um, let's start off with you giving your background about yourself. I know you've got several startups, entrepreneurial enterprises under your belt. So give us a little background about what Sedale's all about, where it comes from, why he's into entrepreneurship, and then we'll launch into Egeria. Awesome. Yeah, so... Um, I actually uh, started uh, my first company here, actually, is called Gorilla Digital, and we specialized in building business intelligence tools, uh, websites, creative work, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always had a passion to kind of be my own boss, do my own thing. Um, and so that's really, you know, at the, at the core of why I love being an entrepreneur is just being able to be in control and, and be able to pursue the things that get me, mm-hmm. get me excited and stoked and stoked to be up in the morning and working and uh, working till 4 a.m in the morning as well um so that's that's really the the drive behind it um but yeah so happy to happy to be here in sacramento we've had um some really good successes here building gorilla digital building like a media company called reverend mm-hmm. um we had a startup called carbon blue mm-hmm. that's still in existence mm-hmm. um and those founders are off doing their thing um so yeah we're we love it here um yeah. and yeah happy to be here yeah and we interviewed you uh i think a couple of years ago for carbon blue so check back a couple of years ago on the podcast uh, for that episode, um, but you've recently launched within the last year or so, I think, right, um, Ageria. So um, tell us a little bit about what Ageria is, and then we'll talk about how that idea came about, the needs, and what you're, what it's doing for the customers here in, in Sacramento. Yeah, so our mission at Ageria is to democratize public funding. Uh, so what we've done is we've actually taken and consolidated all of the public funding opportunities uh, in the United States. Um, so our beachhead is the state of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, we've focused on Sacramento and Fresno and Stockton, kind of this okay. region, uh, our region here in Sacramento. Um, and as we expand, our, our goal is to expand nationally and have all of the opportunities across the United States, of course. Right now, we just have kind of federal, state, and local uh, here in the state of California. So when you say democratizing... What, do you, what exactly is your product um, and, and who is your customer? Yeah, so what we do is we've aggregated all these opportunities and then we use machine vision and computer learning to actually read through the PDFs and the, the grant applications the that okay. come out. Yeah, and so that's at the core of this is when you go to find grant funding right now, you might go search on a, a state website. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you'll look at the CEC or the ARB, or but there's no aggregated spot where you can find all of the grant funding in the state of California. It doesn't exist. Wow, that's um, amazing. Until until that's now. Amazing. So yeah, how I mean. Did that come about? Did the idea to do this come about because you had a pain point where you were trying to find a grant and you had the pain of doing all that? And so you said, well, I don't I make that? Or Yeah. So at Carbon Blue, we were lucky enough to raise, to win a grant uh-huh. from the CEC. Um, CEC being? The California Energy Commission. Okay. And so we were lucky enough to bring that money into the company, and it was very useful in building out our MVP and getting us the seed funding that we needed to move forward with the company. Uh, But it was, at the same time, a terribly onerous process. It was very complicated. There was a whole other company that had to come in to actually do a lot of the administrative work and handle a lot of that. And so there was a, we just identified that as a really specific pain point. We're like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And so 
as we were in retrospect looking back on, we're like, hey, I bet we could fix that. Um, and that became, you know, that, that spark of passion kind of became what is Ageria now is a really streamlined way for people to not only connect to funds, but to actually manage that relationship with the agency in a way that doesn't require the kind of hair pulling and uh, overhead that we ended up spending on our first grant. And anybody who's done, gone through the grant process knows that it's a hair pulling process for yeah. sure. Um, so you've launched um, and you're live now. Just recently went, went live with it, right? Yeah, we took it live two weeks ago. Two weeks. We've got some great uh, nonprofits and other folks on there. Um, I know we're in the process of onboarding Startup Stack, in fact. Um, so we're really excited about that and hope to have some good success stories to tell about grants we're able to you know, connect you with, mm-hmm. grants we're able to connect other folks in the region with. Um, and something that's really exciting that we're stoked about is um, we have decided within our pricing model that any nonprofit with an annual budget under $10 million, uh, can be onboarded and, and use the platform for free and have access to the services that we provide. Okay. So, so walk us through that. maybe a little bit of a scenario, a use case scenario, how a local nonprofit or, or maybe a startup that's in a civic tech or gov techs or clean tech space might use Ajiria to um, look for, find, and, and manage a grant. Yeah, so I was actually, I have a perfect real world case for you. We have uh, some folks we've been talking with in the Central Valley that have a technology um, in the ag space and mm. in the water space. Uh, but they don't really have any seed funding. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out, hey, how do we take this from something we've developed in the lab and kind of conceptualized and prototyped to an actual demonstration project where we can put it in the field and get funding to have research people on it and get funding to have, you know, build out our team and understand mm-hmm. the marketplace and all that. Um, so especially companies like that that are working on some really tech-heavy kind of uh, right. kind of product in their startup, they can really use an extra half million or 350 grand and those kind of grants are you know, widely available, especially in that space. Uh, but even a nonprofit, you know, depending on what space they're working in, they frequently have you know, maybe one or two grant programs that they go back to all the time, and they kind of use that one mm-hmm. over and over again. But they're often missing out on 10 or 11 other grant programs mm-hmm. that they could potentially stack on top of that one mm-hmm. uh, and do so much more and have more impact. So we're really excited about the ability to amplify impact uh, around startups uh, and also around nonprofits. Are you, are you kind of targeting the, the clean tech, the heavy tech industry, like clean tech, ag tech, and <clears throat> med tech? I know there's a ton of those in like the UC Davis coming out of yeah. Davis, uh, heavy tech stuff that, that could really use grants, um, SDTR, uh, and uh, what's the other one? SBIR. SBIR. Yeah. Um, it seems like a natural fit f- to be able to target them. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely part of our beachhead strategy here and getting early validation from our customers is reaching out to those folks and, and seeing what works. And we've we've made a, a few initial sales mm-hmm. um, and we're starting to see a lot of traction with those folks. So we're excited about that. In fact, we're going to be putting on a, uh, a whole um, kind of workshop for the entirety of the uh, Blue Tech Valley Accelerator in Fresno that also okay. has a lot of that um, kind of ag and med tech, heavy tech mm-hmm. startups there. And so we're going to be working with them to actually onboard and work with their their startups and support them in that space. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our initial target, although we have data on literally every grant program in the state of California, which is pretty exciting, so we're able to support uh, anyone who's coming to the table and, and can use some of those grant funds. You mentioned customer validation, validating your model a few mm-hmm. minutes ago. So talk about how you did that. Um, 
What was that like? Uh, how did you validate this is going to work? You had a viable product and business model here. So we're lucky enough to have a really robust network. Uh, we have an awesome group of advisors. Uh, we have an exceptional group of, of just folks that are in our sphere of influence um, that work in this space. Mm-hmm. And so what we've started doing, uh, what we first did was we drew up the platform in XD, so just a wireframe prototype, mm-hmm. but that's live. Uh, and then we took it around and we did, I don't know, probably about 60 different customer interviews mm-hmm. where we sat down with folks that we know know this space and have it really dialed. And we said, hey, look at this. Tell us what you think. Uh, and they gave us all kinds of good feedback. Was that mostly UI, UX feedback or, or the whole concept? It's the whole concept. And so one of the unique things that we're able to do in Adobe XD, which is a great tool if you're a startup, by <laughs> the way, um, is to actually make it live so they can like actually click on buttons and understand functionality and flow. And they can literally kind of go through the process of onboarding and signing up and using it. "Quote unquote," mm-hmm. um, and so that's what we were able to do with uh, with these with these customer interviews. Is we went around and, and did that for literally two months. That's all I did was meet with people and talk about the platform, um, and it was great. Uh, we got all kinds of different feedback. We got a lot of traction, and, and lots of those folks are are our early customers mm-hmm. because they built that relationship early on with us, and we're able to say, "Hey, this is something that's valuable to you. How do we make it better?" And they are able to give us feedback, and that's still the process we're going through mm-hmm. in our beta is you know getting more feedback from users and streamlining things. So, so this is your, your initial launch. I assume you've got additional functionality that you want to add at some point. So, what's is there a do you have a, like a, a time frame on well, what's next? I guess is where I'm going with this. Is what's next for Ajiria? What's in coming up in the next few months, what's the next year kind of thing? Yeah, so one of the things we're looking forward to doing is we have sketched out and built out the feature set of uh, basically like TurboTax for grants. Imagine that. Imagine being able to not only find the money and manage it, but also to do the reporting and invoicing mm-hmm. and be compliant and, mm-hmm. and ensure that you're you know audit proof and everything else. Uh, so we're looking forward to rolling out that feature um, within the platform and really making the platform a one-stop shop to manage public-private partnerships. Um, the other thing that we're doing is we're actually taking the data, the usage data off of the platform and modeling that into data products that we will then be selling to folks like the California Department of Research mm. and folks like McKinsey, Deloitte, consulting so additional revenue streams. Yeah, and there's really a lot of rich, valuable data because no one's properly mapped the public funding ecosystem before. You know, you go off and ask any agency how much they spent on grants, they might be able to tell you, they might not. But if you ask at a state level, if you try to get some resolution in terms of, you know, understanding where the money's going, they don't have any idea because it's just so much and no one's built anything to track it. And so that's kind of, you know, the vision for us is to truly democratize the process, mm-hmm. to make it transparent. In uh, as much as we can do that, uh, we're really excited about that, being able to deliver that kind of insight to both the public as well as agencies and folks who are, you know, they're genuinely trying to do a better job of deploying grants to uh, disadvantaged communities mm-hmm. and, you know, engaging veterans and engaging mm-hmm. other, other groups of people who are underrepresented. But typically, a lot of the agencies just don't have the, the resources, they don't have the tools to do it. Um, and so this is hopefully that platform for them. What about tools? What comes to mind for me, having submitted several grants and, and only gotten one, um, what about tools, resources to, to write the grants? Um, or, or, or is there access to a directory of grant writers? Because that's a very niche uh, specialty that, that you really need to be able to be successful in getting these grants. Uh, yeah. Anything there that you're working on? 
Yeah, we are actually. So we work. We have a close partnership with one of the nation's premier grant writing teams, um, and so we're kind of in early discussions with them about how we might formalize that. Um, but we also, um, we also, one of the unique things we're working on internally with the platform as a data tool um, is to be able the ability to capture and store things like your qualification statement and other other bits and pieces, mm-hmm. resumes, that kind yeah. of thing, so that when you go to apply, you at least have a lot of a lot of the background work is already in. Right place right. and so you we can you can just click and it's all generated for you and then you just have to worry about you know the nuanced stuff and, and the actual like meat of the proposal mm-hmm. so you can be a one-stop shop for getting grant for finding writing applying and managing grants basically that's the that's the goal yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's the goal is to to make it as simple and as straightforward as possible because you know the real purpose of this is to make the partnership the public-private partnership function and be ideal and when it's like you know the poor university is 40 percent sometimes of the grant funding goes straight to overhead Mm. and it's not because they're trying to you know skim money from the government it's literally that's the amount of money it takes out of an award to manage the awards because of the bureaucracy it's ridiculous and so we could be doing so much more with i mean this is our tax base these are our revenues that can be invested in our communities more efficiently and so there's that's the that's the heart of what we want to do is make that relationship as frictionless as possible so that you can focus your budget on actually achieving new you know, advancements in cancer research or new clean technology or, or new tech for, for water. Um, that's way more important than you know, trying to figure out how to pay all of your grant managers. <laughs> I really so one of the things that really resonates with me about um, Algeria is is your you know we're here in the capital of the fifth I think the fifth largest economy in the world and we should be and it's often touted by officials here the government people that we should be a leader in civic and GovTech and and yet we don't see you know Laura and I don't see a lot of startups focused on civic tech and GovTech and and here we see a great a, a great example of a civic tech GovTech startup so I'm really really got big hopes for, for what you guys can do here. Um, so lessons learned, what have you learned along the way? What's been some of the biggest challenges of launching this and, uh, some of the biggest wins you've had? Um, some of our biggest challenges have just been around really, um, uh, in part, some of the machine learning and, uh, and actual like computer vision tech mm-hmm. uh, that we've been developing is it's very specialized. Um, so that's actually been quite the technical lift. Um, Are you guys doing that yourself? You're outsourcing it. We're doing it ourselves. Wow. Um, I'm not. That's not my role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have an excellent CTO. His name's Hunter Peterson, um, and he leads our, our development team and, and leads that. And so we have uh, engaged in different conversations with a couple different consultancies around mm-hmm. machine learning to help move that forward. Um, and so. I think kind of the lesson out of that has just been that, you know, we sometimes you do need to rely on the community and resources that are out there around you to, to move this stuff forwards. Um, and we're very excited to, you know, to be able to work with, you know, resources that are coming out of national labs and people who are working at this very high caliber. Um, and so that's been great. Um, and all that stuff is really readily available. You know, we're close to Lawrence Livermore. We're close to, mm-hmm. close to Berkeley. We've got UC Davis right in mm-hmm. our backyard. Like, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these great resources regionally that are available to us have been exceptional in, in moving this forwards. And then um, there is a great, you know, raising funds is always something that's a challenge. Um, and so we've been able to rely on a, a, a good group of angel investors mm-hmm. and we'll be raising some more funds here in, in the near future. Um, so you already so, have some investors in, in, in Nigeria? Yeah, yeah awesome. we do. Yeah, we raised a, a pre-seed round uh, at, a, at about 100K mm-hmm. um, and then we'll be uh, raising a series seed here in, in the near future. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Um, 
So what do you need to grow? I mean, you've got a lot of plans for, for new functionality, and, and what do you need to grow and take it to the next level, And in addition to funding? Um, yeah, the, the big thing that we're looking for right now is um, we're, we're currently in the process of just kind of engaging our core customers mm-hmm. um, and generating those kind of sales and onboarding nonprofits and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and so one of the things that we're going to want to be able to do as we grow is, is hire some more people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're certainly looking for, for just kind of human capital mm-hmm. who's who can operate in the space and at the level that our team operates. Um, so that's been good. There's a lot of good resources here in Sacramento around that. Um, and so, any particular so, skill sets you're looking for? Um, particularly, uh, you know, people who can develop, so developers, mm-hmm. um, as well as people who can work in government sales, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a specialized space. But luckily, we're in Sacramento, which is a perfect Should place to something. hire people who know the government. Yeah. You know, um, well, and so once again, it's a it's a great like it's a great region to be. You know, the things we want are here. The things we need to grow. Are here in Sacramento, especially any, as a GovTech startup. Any particular developer tool set you're looking for full stack, or is it is it hardcore AI machine learning kind of guys? It sounds like. Yeah, so we have uh, one hardcore machine learning guy, uh-huh. um, and we are looking for more, but we uh, actually need more full stack developers okay. as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anybody in the full stack community here who's listening, um, check out Algeria. Um, yeah. So, um, so you said people, anybody who want, does want to find you, how can they find Ajiria? Um, I guess we should tackle that next. Website, online, presence. Yeah, so ajiriaresearch.com, E-G-E-R-I-A, research.com. Um, go there, sign up, and we'd be happy to get started with you. Um, if you happen to find me on LinkedIn, just look for Sadal Trubovsky in the Sacramento area. Um, and I'd love to connect. If you happen to be a startup founder, there's a specific uh, onboarding tool within our platform for you. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we don't have it kind of exposed to the world. So just send me a message and we'll be happy to work with you there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's how to find us. Very cool. Yeah. So part of finding you too is you're working out of a, a new co-working space here in Folsom, Granite City Co-working. Um, Talk to me a little bit about what this startup scene has been, because you've got some startups here in, in under your belt. What does the Sacramento startup scene like? What do we need? What are we doing well? And what are we lacking? Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> it's what uh, I typically yeah. ask most people, yeah. <laughs> One of the best things I think about, I mean, Granite City Coworking, for example, here in Folsom, is a great example of just how supportive everyone is here in Sacramento. Uh, when you're just starting a new business, there's a lot of really talented people in the area. Um, I was actually talking to uh, one of the folks here. I think it's one of the uh, it's one of the effects of moving away from the Bay is you need to be better at your job. Mm-hmm. There's so much, there's more opportunity and just more money kind of flowing around in the Bay Area. And out here in Sacramento, there's less of that. Not, not to say that it's not there, but there's, mm-hmm. there's less of it statistically. And so you have to be a little bit better because you have you need to like rise above and like hit those levels of excellence that you need, and so well, one of the benefits of that is everyone here to a, to a person is exceptional at whatever they're doing. They're they're great, very intelligent, very nice. Mm-hmm. That's one of the other benefits. They're just everyone's so nice and approachable. Um, they help each other out. We have a great Slack community we've developed um, here, and even though everyone's sometimes you know really busy. 
if you put something in the channel, you know, and ask for some feedback, you'll get a lot of good responses and insightful, you know, real thoughtful responses about what you've got going on. So that's super, that's super helpful. I think that's one of the so one sense of, of community. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's one of the best things. And then just, you know, the region here too, you've got the river, you've got just the, the amenities out here are, are exceptional. So, um, I think that's one of the, a lot of the good things that are going. Um, some of the things I'd love to see more of is just more investment in, in local yeah. in local startups by the, the funds and the folks who are here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you know there's a, quite a few groups that do a very good job of advocating for startups here and investing in startups. But you know I'd love to see more of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that's I think we that's all would, yes. Things, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's one of the things probably yeah. um, that could be better. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank you for your time. Um, anything else you'd like to share about yourself, Nigeria? Anything? Shout, shout out to anybody? Um, just a, a big shout out to Granite City Coworking. This is where we've headquartered our our, uh, our offices here for Nigeria. It's exceptional. Um, come check it out. It's right here in Folsom on Sutter Street. Uh, so come check that out and definitely reach out to me um, if you're if you're a startup uh, looking for some funding or if you're a nonprofit and want to get connected to grants. We're we're here to help. Yeah, startups definitely need to check out the grant opportunities um, in addition to just investors and but it's something we we try to promote more. So. Definitely take advantage of Sedale's offer there and and check about for grant funding opportunities. Sedale, thank you for your time. Appreciate it and best of luck. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.